Welcome to the Time For You podcast with Erin Woodruff, episode 30. My name is Erin and my goal is to help you find time for yourself. Life gets busy and we tend to lose ourselves in the mix of marriage, motherhood, and everything else. Let's rediscover your passions and make some time for you. Oh my goodness, this is a little bit wild. If you've been following me for a while, you know that I've got a new intro. I actually changed the title of the podcast. I'm so excited about it. It's something I've been working on for a while, and I am just so thrilled to be launching it right now and to be shifting some of my focus in my business. For the last year, I've been a full-time time management coach, and I have loved every single minute of it, but I definitely noticed a common theme of things that came out when I coached. And that has spurred a lot of what is happening here on the podcast as far as me pivoting to focus my message a little bit more on just making time for yourself. I will still be covering time management topics, but I'm also going to throw in more communication, more relationships, and more boundary conversations. I have definitely noticed in the last year that every single one of my clients and myself included, if we made a little bit more time for ourselves, we would actually show up better in the world. But when it comes down to it, most of my clients didn't know what they actually wanted. They didn't know what brought them joy or relaxation. Time for ourselves is not as easy as making time for others. So as I have thought a lot about this, I chose to retitle my podcast as Time For You. I think overall that is the biggest goal that I have as a coach, as a sister, as a friend, and as a wife, as a person that lives in society. I think if we could take a little bit more time to really care for ourselves, we would actually care less what other people thought. We wouldn't worry about them as much and we would be so much happier with our own life. On that note, and I say it in my intro to this podcast, is we typically lose ourselves in the relationships and in the roles that we have. Whether your title is mom, sister, friend, cousin, daughter, wife, whatever else, those roles somehow become our identity and we lose ourselves in those roles. We lose ourselves in our relationships. We start putting everyone and everything before ourselves. And if that's not enough, we start telling ourselves that we aren't as important as the other people in our lives. Even if we're not saying it explicitly to ourselves, that's the message we continue to send ourselves by neglecting our own needs and our own desires and passions. I will be totally honest. 
the last two years that I have devoted to coaching and to my business and to building something that has been mine and a desire of mine for such a long time, I have actually been a better mom and a better wife because of it. Building my business on the side of trying to raise a toddler has been quite the adventure and I have learned so much about the importance of taking time for myself. If I spend all day every day with my baby, I go crazy. But when I can take some time for myself and to do some of the things that I love and right now I am so deep into my business and I'm working so much, it's been really good for me. And so when I actually spend time with my baby, I am much more present I am happier and I really enjoy her a lot more because I am filling my own needs. I also have realized that when I can be aware of the things that I need, such as building a business and being an entrepreneur and doing a podcast and sharing messages with all of you who are listening, that fills a social need and an emotional need for me that for a long time, I think I was waiting for someone else to fill for me. It's too easy for us to look around and assume that the people in our lives are going to take care of us. We assume that they know what we want and need. We assume that we don't know the answer, but they do, because maybe they did fill a need for us at one point, but maybe they weren't aware of it. And the biggest thing of all is that circumstances change. People change. Jobs change. Families change. So many things change. And even though change is hard and uncomfortable, the one constant that can always stay there and always stay the same for you is you showing up for yourself over and over again. Being able to recognize and know what you need and meeting your own needs is one of the best things you could possibly do for yourself. That way, when we do go to serve and to love and to give so much to those around us, we know that our needs have been met. We're taken care of. We're good. And then we can give so much more to them. I want to share an experience with you that I had a few months ago that I continue to think about because it was such an interesting awareness moment for me, and I recognized it as super critical and important, and it's a message that I definitely want more people to hear. A few months ago, I took Hannah, my toddler, in for her year follow-up visit to the pediatrician. I've been going to this pediatrician for the last year. We've met many times. I really like him and the office staff, and I always feel like we're in really good care there. And unsurprisingly, when we went for her year follow-up appointment, it was short, it was quick, we got shots, we met with the pediatrician for a second, and then we left. And as I was driving away from the pediatrician's office, I was just thinking about all the things that had happened in the office 
and I was really feeling discouraged and kind of deflated, but I didn't know why. Nothing was wrong. I didn't have a bad experience. Hannah was growing perfectly fine. In fact, she's in the 95th percentile. Everything seemed like it was ideal. And so as I was driving home, I just was wondering, why am I feeling this way? And as I sat there and relaxed and just let my mind think about it for a second, I realized that I was waiting for my pediatrician to tell me what a wonderful job I was doing as a mother. I wanted him to tell me things like, oh my goodness, Erin, she is growing so well. She's in the 95th percentile. You are definitely doing something right. Whatever you're doing, keep on doing it. I wanted him to ask me lots of questions about what are the cute things that she's doing? What is she saying? Has she figured out how to go up and down the stairs? And although they did ask me some, some developmental questions, they weren't interested necessarily in Hannah. They were more just making sure she's developmentally on track. And I just wanted to showcase how extremely adorable my cute little 12-month-old baby is. I realized that I also wanted my pediatrician to say, parenthood is so hard. You are doing the best job. I wanted him to be there to be my cheerleader and to be my supporter and to give me the medical stamp of of approval that I am raising my kid right and that she's growing great and everything else. And then... As I realized all of this, as I was driving, it dawned on me that it's not his responsibility to tell me I'm doing a phenomenal job as a parent and as a mom. It's my own responsibility to tell myself every single day what an amazing job I'm doing. This was very interesting for me to observe because I don't necessarily classify myself as someone that is always seeking other people's approval. But I realized in that moment, I needed some extra love. And who better to get it from than a medical professional from my child's pediatrician? Clearly, he can see how wonderful my child is. Why wouldn't he tell me that I am a wonderful mom? There is absolutely nothing wrong with my pediatrician and him not saying any of those things to me. But for me, I realized I needed it. So when we are in need, when we're feeling that need for validation, approval, encouragement, support, where do we go? Who do we ask? Do we just assume that other people should know what we need? Sometimes it's really hard to recognize that that is how we're feeling, that that is exactly what we need. But if we can recognize it, what a relief, because that allows us to take care of ourselves. From there, I just sat there 
and I continued to tell myself, Aaron, you don't need Dr. Carter to tell you what a great mom you are because you can tell yourself that you're a great mom. You are the best mom for Hannah. You do a phenomenal job every single day with her. Look how well she's growing. Look how strong she is. Look at all the things she does. Look how cute and happy she is. Look her look at her cute little hair and her little eyes and her little clothes and every single detail about her. No one wants to hear more about Hannah than I do. No one wants to talk about Hannah more than I do. But also, I want to be noticed and seen for all of the hard work that I'm doing. I think there's a lot of ways that we can go about doing this. We can show ourselves approval and appreciation. And for a lot of us, it's going to be uncomfortable to shower ourselves with praise. And that's totally okay. If it's uncomfortable for you, I think you need to be aware of that and then lean into that because that is how we build our self-love. When we realize that we can rely on ourselves to emotionally take care of ourselves also. If you really don't believe any of that at all, but still feel that you need that validation, that encouragement, support, that cheerleading, call someone. Call your mom, call your sister, call your best friend, call your spouse and say, I just need you to tell me what a great job I'm doing. Just shower me with words of affirmation and so much love. I just need to hear it. I don't believe it when I tell it to myself, but maybe I'll believe it from you. I think we all need some of that extra showering of words of affirmation every now and then. We all need to know we're doing a good job. It can come from ourselves also. Because when we take that time for ourselves to show ourselves a little bit of extra love and appreciation for all the things that we are doing, it feels so much better. And we actually want to keep doing great things. We want to keep sharing, loving, serving, And everything else that we already want to do. But when we can meet our own needs first, we are so much more available to give to others. I know this is probably something that you've heard throughout your entire life. But I'm realizing how important it is over and over again. I really want to encourage you to keep loving yourself, showering yourself with praise and words of affirmation, show up for yourself, and make time for yourself. Thanks for tuning in for this podcast episode. I'm excited to start making some turns and pivots in my business and to carry you along for the ride with me. I'm so grateful for your continued support. I would be so grateful if you could leave a review for the podcast so more people can find it and they can be changed also. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you next Monday. Did you know your personality will affect how you make time for yourself? I've created a free quiz for you to take to see where you fall on the introvert extrovert spectrum. 
go to erinwoodruffcoaching.com and take the quiz today.